this is Chanel. Hi, this is Stacy. Hey, nerds, this is Ashley. And this is Fanfic Fanatics. Yeah, no pressure. Ashley can edit stuff out, even though she I, never edits it out. But yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Miguel. Is like, yeah, no pressure. If you make a mistake, just redo it or like keep going because we have the power to edit. And by we, I mean Ashley, and she never edits. <laughs> she never, never edits. edits. And there is no way that you can sound any worse than me <laughs> or Chanel. Or, well, you know, you, when I was like nine months pregnant, they had me reading these, and I was literally like. <gasps> like taking deep <laughs> breaths in the middle of trying to read it it was ridiculous it sounded like she was simultaneously running and reading at the same, at the same time. time i was literally just sitting still it was uh, terrible <laughs> that's a good segue but while you're looking this up miguel um we can introduce this is miguel who we've had on the podcast before he is going to be reading our our one shot wednesday for this month yes so, yeah. i'm excited open this which Are thing you? do I press? Have you used the internet before? This is my first time. <laughs> I built you... things on the internet, but it's my first time using it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you um, used Archive of Our Own before to like look at fix the issue? <laughs> I no, like, I have not. Okay. I was like, do you think he do you think he reads fan fiction? <laughs> he just listens to us talk about it. <laughs> so which which thing do I click on to open? the text so i forget do i need to send you the link for the one shot again no i've, you... I've got it i'm looking at palate cleanser I like to eat a peach yes and then you should be able to just click it oh is it not opening does it have like a little yellow banner that you have to hit proceed yeah i was like you might have to oh, like hit okay. the disclaimer because mm-hmm. it's Cause... um it's spicy yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 they, they let me pick this so i hope it's not too spicy for anyone's taste you know? oh gosh yeah you might have to say cock i was like is it that bad Stacey? no it's not oh, okay it's okay. not as it's not as bad as the one that i did nothing would ever be as bad as yeah and by bad i mean just amazing spice and writing all around yeah 50 shades of gray level (laughs) no way better than 50 shades of gray (laughs) okay um we're gonna mute miguel you can introduce the fic and get started Mm -hmm. well i'm gonna go off video for this because i don't want you watching me read (laughs) well we watching me sweat while i read the best thing why didn't i think of that because half the time when i would read mine i'd get self-conscious because i'm like do i look like that when i talk when i'm nervous like when i mess up a word okay all right okay i'm getting my okay so this is palette cleanser written by to eat a peach the summary is ron ron weasley is hot-headed pansy parkinson is cold-blooded and they both need a palette cleanser uh, one shot, apple pies and other amends universe. All that is in caps. Notes. Uh, translation into Polsky available by Vera Verto. Wednesday, May third, two thousand one eighteen a.m. The first time Ron Weasley kisses Pansy Parkinson, she tastes like fire. 
Ron has never admitted it out loud or even in his head, but he's imagined how Pansy would taste many times, passing her in the halls of Hogwarts, aiming an angry sniff in her direction outside the Great Hall, glaring at the back of her head across a potions classroom, trying so hard to be quiet in the confines of the shower when a million siblings or even a few roommates might hear him moaning. This is, this is already intense. In each situation, in each fantasy, Ron imagined that Pansy would taste cold, that her cruel pink tongue would feel like a slick cube of ice against his own. But there, near the loose of the leaky cauldron, in the middle of Hermione's let's be sad about the war party, Pansy Parkinson tastes blistering. Ron guesses it has something to do with all the tumblers of rum that they've been downing, or maybe it's because of the long row of fire whiskey shots Pansy lined up for them at the beginning of the night. In some vague part of his brain, which is still working apparently, while the other parts of him are trying to goddamn drown inside her, Ron thinks that she mostly tastes like whiskey. But there's something else too, something along the edge of her tongue or in the breath that huffs into his mouth each time she moans. A tongue of flame, his brain whispers, and he almost laughs. Pansy must feel his near miss because her lips shape into a grin. She breaks their kiss long enough to laugh throatily. Weasley? Parkinson, he answers. Except that his voice is so raw, he basically whispers. At that sound, Pansy makes a feral kind of growl, wraps her fingers around his neck, and yanks his head back towards hers. After that, Ron tries hard not to think. He refuses to think about who he's kissing or why one of his hands snakes around her waist while the other tangles in her black hair or the front of her stupidly fancy dress presses against his torso on the top of her thigh and the top of her thigh brushes. Holy fuck against his crotch. He's just about to drag her into the men's loo and really not think when the sound of a throat when the sound of a throat clear stops him dead, Ron opens his eyes and sees a disconcerting amount of blue. Her eyes, he realizes. Like his own, pansies are bright blue. But her irises are ringed in a vibrant indigo that makes him suck in one sharp breath. Pansy doesn't break their eye contact. She doesn't even blink. It's confusing and awesome and terrifying all at once. So Ron turns his head to face their intruder instead. That bloke who's dating Theodore, not Eric, is it? Stands beside them with his eyebrow arched and his mouth pressed into a tight line, as though he's trying with some difficulty not to smile. Excuse me, Eric says politely. Sawed off, Eric, Pansy murmurs, and Ron feels the ghosts of her breath upon his neck. Eric clears his throat again. I'd be happy to do so, Pins. When you move your arse off the lavatory door, Ron feels Pansy goes still in his arms, and he turns back to her. To his utter shock, he sees a bit of a pink tinge in her cheekbones. Pansy Parkinson is fucking blushing. Very slowly, Pansy extricates herself from Ron's arms. She takes a small step to the right, away from him and away from the door to the men's loo. Keeping her eyes trained to one side, she wipes furiously at her smeared lipstick, adjusts the ridiculous fur shawl around her shoulders, and finally, lifts her head so high her nose seems pugged again. 
Boys, Pansy says coolly, still not looking at either of them. Then she stalks off towards the bar without a backward glance. Ron recognizes her behavior for what it is, a dismissal, and for some strange, impossible reason that actually bothers him. Saturday, May 6, 2000, 9.37 p.m. Ron keeps sipping his tumbler of whiskey and nodding at Neville, who's prattling on about Mandrake or Mordrake or some such thing. Ron isn't actually paying attention. Instead, he's scanning the crowd at the Leaky Cauldron. In one corner, Harry and Ginny laugh with Luna and that Zabini bloke from Slytherin. At the table across from him, Cho Chang and Padma Patil are whispering over a few glasses of Chardonnay. Near the front doors, Cormac McLagan leans drunkenly against, against a pretty but very unamused date. And that's it. Those are all the people Ron recognizes inside the pub tonight. He sighs in irritation and thunks his tumbler onto the table. Pretending not to be disappointed, Ron excuses himself from Neville's lecture about ferns. Ferns, for fuck's sake. And makes his way to the back of the leaky. There she is, tapping her foot impatiently outside the closed door of the women's loo. All Ron can see is her profile. A sleek bob of black hair, a sharp jut of cheekbone, and that odd nose. Judging by the quick dart of her eyes, Pansy sees him too. Ron clears his throat, loudly, but Pansy doesn't turn toward him. She doesn't curse or talk or even acknowledge his presence, which apparently means he has only one course of action, to dive at her without thinking. The second time Ron kisses Pansy, she doesn't kiss him back. In fact, she doesn't even turn her head towards his. Her non-response throws him for such a loop that he stumbles backwards and lands on his arse right next to the lethal-looking stilettos. At that moment, when he is literally at his lowest, the door to the women's loo opens, and Parvati Patil exits. Parvati's grace darts between a stone-faced pansy and a fiercely blushing Ron until Parvati moves forward to offer him her hand. As Parvati pulls Ron back into his feet, pansy steps around both of them, sniffs imperiously, and closes the loo door firmly behind her. Friday, May 19th, 2000, 10.24 p.m. Ron is just about to exit the loo at the hog's head when a small body collides with his own. An eager mouth presses against his, and he thinks, just for a second, that he should throw a hex. After all, he's a damned war hero, isn't he? But he doesn't draw his wand. Because her taste, that faint whiskey hint of fire and sugar, gives her away. Ron doesn't even see Pansy inside the dingy one-room taver tavern earlier, so she must have arrived only a few minutes ago. And for whatever reason, she decided to stop ignoring him, in favor of snogging him mercilessly, apparently. He should be angry, and he is, but he's also inexpressibly turned on. Particularly when Pansy shoves him back into the loo, breaks their kiss long enough to cast a coloportus on the lock and assaults his mouth again. Ron only stops kissing her long enough to gasp. What the hell, Parkinson? She sucks on his bottom lip hard just before she decks her head to lay in his neck. I don't know, she breathes in between kisses. I just, I can't seem to. I don't know. Feeling like he'll probably regret it, Ron grabs her by the shoulders and he pushes her away from him 
you apparently knew two weeks ago when you pretended like I didn't exist. Pansy, who started scowling the second he grabbed her, snorts. Oh, you mean that moment you committed the most romantic gesture of all time, attacking me outside the damn loose before we'd even had a chance to get properly pissed? You just attacked me inside the loose. Yeah, well, turnabout, it's a fair play, isn't it? Ron opens his mouth to argue and then barks out a surprise laugh instead. So it's the pissed part you were mad about, he asks. Not the loo part. Pansy's scowl, Pansy's scowl fades, and she shrugs. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the loos are kind of our thing now, aren't they? It's the strangest yet sexiest thing he's ever heard. For some reason, his heart thumps a little harder when she places another softer kiss against his lips. Saturday, May 27th, 2000. Pansy shows up at his flat unannounced, holding a bottle of gin in one hand and a lemon in the other. What do you want? Ron asks her warily. She parted awkwardly last week at the hogshead with her slipping out the washroom door after just a few minutes of snogging. To get properly pissed, she answers with a smirk. His heart thumps unevenly, but she refuses to acknowledge right now. Do we have to snog in the loo this time? Her smirk transforms into a broad grin. Actually, I was hoping to shag in a bedroom. But if the loo is more your style. Ron makes a sound somewhere between a cough and a laugh. Then he grabs the lapel of her fur coat, pulls her inside the flat, and thanks all the stars above that Dean and Seamus aren't home right now. Friday, June 2nd, 2000, 8.15 p.m. Aside from the goodnight kiss, their first date is a goddamn disaster. Pansy shows up looking cold and hot all at the same time in some complicated dress made of black lace, brown fur, and dear Merlin, are those tassels? Looking at this creature, this strange girl he can't quite fathom, Ron feels utterly lost. Pansy isn't Hermione, and she sure as hell isn't a Gryffindor. Instead, she's wild and arrogant and fierce all the things that makes him immediately uncomfortably hard inside his hand-me-down slacks. You're wearing that, she asks, eyeing his threadbare suit with unmasked disdain. It's hurtful and shitty, everything he's come to expect from Pansy Parkinson. It also does nothing to kill his erection. I sure as hell I am, he bars back. And unlike you, I didn't have to skin an animal to do it. No, you just had to rob one of your brothers, she snarls. It's all downhill from there. Pansy refuses to flee with him, but she huffs indignantly about his clumsy, side-along apparition. Next, she balks at his choice of restaurant, which he won't admit out loud was a bad idea, although he knows it is the minute he sees half of their old classmates inside. And of course, she orders the most expensive thing on the menu, even though he only orders the chicken. Did you have to get dessert too, Ron murmurs, after sitting through an awkwardly silent and increasingly tense meal. Pansy glares over her last bite of chocolate peppermint mousse. I'm thinking of getting a lobster to go, since you asked so nicely. Ron mutters something under his breath and her perfect eyebrows arch. What was that? She demands. When he shrugs carelessly, she slams her fork down so hard the sound reverberates through the restaurant. It earns them the attention of a few patrons who weren't sneaking peeks at them during dinner. 
what did you say, Weasley? The childhood nickname rankles run, and he glares at her. I believe I called you a spoiled, pure-blood brat, Parkinson. Better than a spiteful, pure-blood brat, she hisses. He's about to tell her what he thinks of the feeble insult, but she stands abruptly and shoves her way from the table. I'm out of here, she announces. Good riddance. Fine, Pansy shouts back. She turns one sharp heel and stomps off. Good riddance, Ron repeats in his head. But however angry he might feel, he isn't blind to the fact that Pansy storms toward the back of the restaurant instead of the front. He isn't blind to the tears pooling in her eyes either. <laughs> Fuck, he murmurs. And he pushes himself away from the table too. His heart is hammering in his chest. With anger, with arousal, with fear. When he finds her, head lowered and sniffling wetly in a corner beside the washrooms. Pansy flinches as he wraps his arms around her waist. But she doesn't recoil from his touch. Ron waits a full minute, maybe two, before he jokes. What is it about us and Luz, huh? She gives a weak laugh and settles her head against his chest. I'm sorry, she says softly. I was acting like a spoiled brat. I just, I don't really know how to behave anymore. This world is, it's weird. I know. I mean, my dad's still under house arrest. My mom won't stop crying. And everything is so fucking confusing, she sniffs. I don't hate it, you know. The new world order. I just, I just don't get it yet. Don't get how I'm going to fit into it. You will. And this, she says, gesturing between their bodies. This is weird, too. I know, Ron repeats. He uses one finger to tilt her chin up until her eyes meet. Very weird. Impossibly weird. Stupidly weird. But good. His heart fucking flutters when she blinks once, twice, and then grins at him. Weirdly good, she offers. And he kisses her in assent. This time, Pansy tastes like Ron. Always imagined she would. Cold and sharp and sweet. Just like peppermint. Just like herself. Is that the end of it? Yeah. Okay. Good luck editing that one, Ashley. <laughs> well, I only heard like the end of it. So I think it was great, Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ron. Fucking Ron. We just know. never do. A... I was going to say good. that was a good Ron. Like he he's yeah. normally... It, he's bad, but I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Miguel, I give you an A plus for that. That was great. Thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah. One, one question I have. Um, <laughs> Just one? Just one? I know. Among well, the many questions. I was going to say, Miguel, you did a really good job reading because you didn't know any of the characters' names. You didn't <laughs> know any of the places, like Correct. the Leaky Cauldron and... I mean, obviously, all the Britishisms. I'm no, sure he was should know too. the Leaky Cauldron because you watched the first movie, right? I watched the first movie yesterday. Yeah, but, but I'm like, it's still hard. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. whole yeah. new world, yeah. and we're we're like thrusting you into. You're like, you didn't know what flu was, and I'm like, yeah, it's like, just keep going, say the word, yeah, just <laughs> keep going. So, really good job reading it. It was um, obviously a well written story, but uh, you did a good job just. <laughs> saying these made up words (laughs) so yeah anyway go ahead (laughs) so my my question was uh, Mm -hmm. is pansy in the first movie 
because this is literally my only reference and I don't remember. She might. No, she's in the second. She yeah, I think she's first shown in the second one. I think is yeah. she? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was until like the Half Blood Prince that Pansy comes around. Well, that's when she has like a bigger role, but she's in the second one. She's like has the sh- her short mm-hmm. little bob, and she's like in his little gang, and stuff. she doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything. No, but that's when you officially see her. You know, yeah. we like we like fan fiction, Pansy, not yeah, not, <laughs> not book and uh, movie, movie Pansy. Yeah. Ashley, you should know this. That's your favorite movie. How do you not know that? Yeah, I don't remember her I in Chamber the... of Secrets. Yeah, like I said, she's a, she's a background character. Yeah, mm. but um, but that's why she's fun to play with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the story, Miguel? Um, <laughs> did you even like comprehend it? Because you're like so focused on reading. <laughs> yeah, I was really just trying to focus on reading, but the um, saying Cormac McLaggen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know who these people are outside of Ron. And, you know, I think they mentioned Hermione. So mm-hmm. it's like these, these just like smoke monsters in my mind. I'm like, I don't know. Right now. Prisoner and Ron hard in his pants. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A random person. Just a random person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. I, it like, is. Like you said, they're, they're like a good match because they're both fiery. Yeah. So like this is like in the same universe as a bigger fic that I read that's really cute. And it's obviously Draco and Hermione. Like that's the main pairing. But um Pansy and Ron have like a small uh, part in it. And then they're mm-hmm. mentioned in the last chapter, like looking at each other. So it pretty much starts off I love from, like, that. The last chapter of the the main fic. Mm-hmm. I love that little side. I love side mm-hmm. pairings that you're yeah. like, ooh, I want to explore ooh. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they do little little extra chapters like that so mm-hmm. this is this is a good side pairing i like it mm-hmm. i like it and you know now we love pansy oh, sorry. <laughs> now that i'm thinking about it and i digested some of the story <laughs> this, this reminds me of one of the people that i used to see in college at one specific bar in one specific corner and we would always run into each other and sometimes it would get physical because you know end of the night things were happening <laughs> And then one day she was like, when are you going to take me on a real date? And I was like, this is our real date. This is oh, who God. we are. Miguel! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like this Rod kept saying yeah. to Pansy, he's like, all we do is just meet up outside the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bathrooms are a thing. But he took her on a real date. Yeah. But got <laughs> mad when she ordered too much food, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he's cheap. <laughs> because he's cheap but but then but then they got back together so it was real miguel was like nah girl you ain't get you ain't get real food <laughs> go go to go buy yourself some taco bell <laughs> yeah. maybe you'll get some breadsticks on tuesday when they're two dollars oh my god <laughs> and then meet me back here back outside the, the bathroom <laughs> Chanel thinks it's hilarious. I think, I think it's so funny. This girl's like, screw you, I hate high school. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have, we were we were talking about she's the man uh like last oh week my or God. something. Anyway. Okay, all right. Um thank you everyone for listening. We can wrap this up here and I can stop recording. Yes, okay. thanks, Miguel. Uh, Ashley, you have to stop recording. Do I? Yeah, I'm not the host anymore. You can't just cut this here. Like I mean, roll she, through it and cut it. 
Cut it out. Ask Ashley. She's the Ashley, boss. Ashley, can't just keep, keep 